It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports. Exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. And streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All good Thursday afternoon, a busy show ready to go today. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, right? Some moisture out there, some moisture. The Nate Brown Show is back. How you doing? Thanks for being a part of the program. We've got it lined up and ready for you. We'll have some fun, some debates, some questions of the day. Let's get things going today on Fox Sports Rapid City. We're live from our downtown studio. We're brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care. That's the place me and my family go to get better quicker. You know, you have kids, family. Some of that stuff goes around. you got to get into Black Hills Urgent Care, Haynes Avenue, and Mountain View Road on the west side, Bacon Park, two locations in Rapid City. Proudly physician-owned, Black Hills Urgent Care, open seven days a week. No wait at all if you schedule on your phone like I do. You can get right in, usually, bhucare.com. With the letter U, remember, bhucare.com. Avoid the wait, schedule online. Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. On the Thursday show, what do we have today? Well, it's Thursday, so we've got five questions from Chris. You guys that listen to this first hour, maybe you start right away with the show and maybe you don't catch all two hours. We have a great listener, Chris. He sends in great questions, rapid-fire answers, so we'll do that. I've got them lined up and ready. Five questions from Chris today as we get going on a Thursday. Guest lineup looks good. Eric Williams is in, national NFL writer, FoxSports.com. So we'll talk a little bit about the schedule release. I'm not going to go through every single, you know, leaked out game, but uh, there's some interesting matchups and in, in the whole thing. We'll get into that more. Eric Williams, NFL writer, Fox Sports on the way. Well, interesting story out of Denver. I don't know. We don't know a lot of the details right now, but Jerry Judy, uh, wide receiver for the Broncos, just arrested today and uh, um, on a misdemeanor, and, and details not coming out yet. We'll see what Ryan O'Halloran knows. I was uh, texting with him earlier saying, hey, he's going to be working on things, and Ryan O'Halloran is going to drop by. Broncos beat writer for the Denver Post. He's on the way as well. Um, college football writer covers the SEC and more for on3.com. It is Jesse Simonton. He's in tonight. Brand new guest. Great writer. Josh Mock. He's the new girls basketball coach at Rapid City Central. So we haven't heard from him. We will today. Josh Mock's going to join us. Central girls basketball coach. He's right now in the Aberdeen School District, Aberdeen Central. So he'll be taking over for the Cobbler girls basketball program. And our friend from long ago, Brian Henschen's going to join us tonight. He is now covering high school sports in Indianapolis for the Indy Star. Some high school topics I want to get to uh, with Brian Henschen and uh, get his thoughts. That's on the way. Thursday show, inviting you in, 720-1067. That's the Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line Live. Connection to the studio, 720-1067. Be a part of the program there. And the Barron's Wilson text line, open and ready. Direct text the show, 720-1067. Same number. 
on the Barron's Wilson text line. All right. Um, I wanted to start with some interesting stuff that I've been thinking about here this time of year. Um, and, and also a reference to a text that we got on the text line yesterday. Okay, so I want to start with a couple of high school uh, scenarios. Some of you guys, you guys played high school sports. Maybe you have kids that have played that are playing. Maybe you've got younger kids moving on the way up. So um, there's, there's a couple of things going on in the high school um, atmosphere right now. There's there's um, some transferring, right? That's been going on. That's been going on, meaning, well, I'm going to go to this school because it's a better fit, and uh, the right reason should be academically. Academically a better fit. Things work out better. And then if you're an athlete, well, maybe it's uh, also a part of the scenario, a part of the scenario. I'm going to go over here. So we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't think that some kids were – have been transferring to various schools over the years with this open enrollment in South Dakota, we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't say it was sometimes for sports. Oh, 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 no, did I just break news? Sometimes for sports, kids. Maybe transfer, things like this. Um, and so there's a couple of things. There's some transferring that's happened, and uh, I do think it has been in some cases for sports. And now there's the development process. So you think about, well, why do kids transfer in college? Well, it's now, it's for many reasons. I can get a name, image, and likeness deal. I can start. I can better myself uh, that way. Why do we transfer in high school? I think it's, uh, if you're looking at it uh, from an athletic standpoint, as I said, number one should be like family situation, academic situation, why that happens. But sometimes it's, I've seen it, kids go to this program over that program or they're in a program and then they leave to another program. And a lot of times they're thinking, well, I can do a better job here. Maybe I can get more exposure here. Maybe I can get more developed here. However, maybe I can win here. What are all these reasons go into? And so we have this going on in high school as well where we, we play high school sports and, and we also now have athletes that play club sports, right? Back in the day, that wasn't as big of a factor. The high school team versus the club team. And how does that all work together um, today? Club teams, high school teams. You don't see that in football, right? We don't have the club aspect in football, but you're seeing that in basketball, soccer, these sports. So, so you see that a little bit. It's why do we... Should we play one over the other? Should we play both? How does this all come together, and how does this all work together? So we get this text on the Barron's Wilson text line yesterday, kind of referencing, hey, there's there's this person that's going to this school and, uh, you know, transferring, and, and that whole scenario. So I, I got to thinking. I got to thinking, and the text didn't say, too much over the top or anything, but it was just kind of like questioning, you know, kind of what's happened, and that, that was here in town, here in town, okay? I, I won't get into all the, the details because I don't have the facts on, on the situation, but it was referencing that. So it got me thinking today, in our world of high school sports, in our world today, is it important for varsity high school coaches to recruit players to their program? That, that word recruit has, has become a dirty word, it feels like, 
in high school sports. And I feel like it's kind of become a dirty word in Rapid City to say, oh, uh, you got you know teams like St. Thomas More. They, you've heard this. They recruit. They recruit. I ask this and I say, is it important for a varsity high school coach to recruit players to their program? This day and age in high school sports, um, what do you say to that? As I said, I think it has a negative connotation, but as a matter of fact, I looked at it a little bit differently as I was reading through the text and I was thinking, okay, I don't know all the details here, but we've seen kids go here and there. And and by the way, kids have transferred from St. Thomas More over to Stevens, over to Central, and vice versa. I've seen it. I've seen it over the years. I've been here quite a while now, and I've seen it in various sports. Is that a bad thing in essence? Is that a bad thing in essence? It, it, it started, uh, you know, I started looking at this saying, maybe high school coaches that are building programs or trying to build a culture, build a program, is it important for them to recruit players to their program? Or should you just, as a high school coach, hey, here's this new guy coming in at Rapid City Central, for example, of the girls' basketball coach. He's going to join us tonight on the show, Josh Mock. Should he just, you know, sit back and, well, you just get who you get in high school. You just get who you get. Now, there's various aspects of this, though. What about recruiting in the middle schools? Hey, hey, I'm going to get to know some middle school kids. I want to go watch some games, see what's, see what's going on, get to know those kids. How about recruiting other sports, other athletes to join your sport? Do you see that at, at high school? So the big picture question is, is it important? Is it important? Not, well, is it? Is it um, I don't think it's a right, wrong thing. I think we, we should be able to, to say these days, recruiting um, kids to your program isn't a wrong thing to do, is it? It's not a wrong thing to do. Is it an important thing to do? I don't think it's a wrong thing to do. Whether I'm at uh, Stevens or I'm at St. Thomas More, I want kids to uh, come into my program if they're good character, good leaders, good athletes. I want uh, those kids and their families in the program, right? That's that's what I would want. So I don't think it's a wrong thing to do. Is it important? Or do you just say you build with what you have, you build with your team, you build the culture there, and you get who you have in the school? Is recruiting in high school basically um, off limits? 720-1067, 720-1067, the Barons-Wilson text line. Um Let's see. Let's see here. The coaches want to make a name for themselves, and they have to have good players so they can develop their program and keep their jobs. Uh, we place too much emphasis on sports anymore and not enough on actual learning. Well, that's the thing. is, I, I started this whole thing out. We are naive if we don't think some kids have moved for sports here in town. I believe, and, and there's there could be various factors. Maybe I'm not having a good time over here, don't have a good friend group, not having a great time overall, but I've seen various movement from all schools, by the way, from all schools, not just over to one or over to another, in between the schools. There's been various movement. I can go through them. I've been covering athletes here for quite a while. There's There's been a lot of movement here, and I'm going to say – 
it'll never be up front, but it'll be part of it has to be part of it is has been for sports. Not saying it's correct, right? Not saying it's right. Is it important for a varsity high school coach to recruit players to your program? Listener um, vote. 720-1067 if you want to join us. Um, this is interesting. So I was kind of right in saying the recruit word has a negative connotation. I, I, I've just felt that over the years here, the last 20 years. I've felt it. You know, you look back, oh, there's there's recruiting going on. What does that actually mean? Trying to get uh, kids into your program that uh, build your program? It's an interesting uh, thought here, but 55% of you say you shouldn't do it. You just build with your current team. 55% of you say build with your current team. 45% say, yes, the varsity high school coach should get the athletes. May basically recruit. Basically recruit. I wanted to see which way the audience would go. And right now, it's, it's close, but it's 55% say, no, just, just build with what you have. That's interesting to me. Why? Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. You know, Nate, I, I'm like, why, too? You are? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, what do you got? You, you've uh, Nate, been involved Nate, in wrestling know, and coaching? What, what do we get? This statement, I know it drives some, a couple of your good friends on here crazy. But there's been recruiting since day one, buddy. I don't care what level. I go to a youth wrestling tournament, Nate. You know what I'm doing? I'm looking for the studs, and then I want to hear their last name. And then I want to make, you know, whose kid's that? Whose kid's that? Oh, sure, sure. Is that a wrong thing? No. See, I mean, you know what irks me, though? If you're going to transfer in city, you have to leave the city. If you're going to transfer. So if a kid wasn't happy at Stevens because ooh, he wasn't a star, or he wasn't a star, but he wants something else. Well, don't let him play in town. He's got to go to a high school outside of town. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, huh? I think we got open enrollment. I think it should be free of uh, free choice. Maybe it's well, not then, a great fit. Okay. Okay. You answered the question. What is recruiting? Open enrollment. Basically. Yeah, it is. But it's also the coach I, taking some uh, um, initiative saying, hey, I want this player, this player, this player, and I'm going to try and build a relationship with them. I, just, I, don't, okay. I don't think that's bad, and I think uh, a lot of people think it is. I imagine this. You move to town. You talk to a few people. You, you run into a Duffy. You run into a Benny. <laughs> okay. Okay. And they're like, you play basketball? Come to Tommy Moore. Look what these schools have done. Okay. And if you're a wrestler... You know what the Benny's going to say? Because look at the rest of it. Come on. Your kid's a state champ. You know? See, I think competition should breed competition. I think if all schools are um, getting after it, I think we should be happy with that. I think we should. We are. If I had sons that played football, there's only one school they go to, and that guy's been coaching around here since 1992. That, that black hair kind of doesn't like football officials. Oh, Old Coach Sullivan. <laughs> okay, 
I was wondering. Uh, he, he likes officials. He likes officials. Uh, you know what's funny? He'll yell at him one one weekend, and then that Sunday, the next day, he's referring basketball. Little kids get right. Right. I got you, Good man. Days, brother. I, I appreciate you getting in. Thanks. Uh, right. Getting us going. Seven two zero one zero six seven is our number on this Thursday. It, it's just a it, it's interesting thing because. Um, it's been going on. It's been going on, but there's still things that even on this show, you know, some, you know, we get some messages or, hey, you should, you know, look into this or talk about this. And um, I don't know if there's shady things going on. I, I Most of the time, not. It's, it's high school sports in Rapid City, South Dakota. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say I've never seen anything that's been crazy. I, honestly, I've never seen anything that's been crazy at all. It's, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go here and and kids moving here. And by the way, I've seen it at all schools. I've I've seen kids go from one over to here, and uh, back and forth. I, I've seen that at all schools, and I've seen it in various sports. I've seen it in basketball. I've seen football players do it. Um, volleyball players. We've seen that recently. Um, and I'm gonna say, is it a bad thing or is it important for your high school coach to be engaged and do you want your high school coach basically um, trying to recruit players to their program and when I say that I mean like the best uh, the best players and and when I say that I mean you want the character you want some of the athletes you want some of the leaders I mean it's not just like we're on the NIL train here you know trying to find the five-star player I'm talking about do you want your high school varsity coach? Is it important for them to recruit players to the program? Um, 55% of you still say no. You just should build with your current team. Um, that's interesting. Listener text, it's no different than allowing your kid to attend a different school to get a better education. Yeah, yeah. And that's what this initial open enrollment thing has been about. That's what open enrollment has been about was you're really trying to look at the educational side of this. Now, sports is a part of that education. Sports is a part of it. Sometimes sports, I think, has become a big part of it. So, you know, and that's where you get into the category, well, that's not great. You shouldn't choose to maybe go to a school just because it's, well, I think I'm going to be a better football player over here. Each to their own, I guess, um, and nobody's really thrown that out ever as, hey, I'm going to go over here because it's I'm going to be a better basketball player. <laughs> Nobody ever throws that around here in the community, but it's been happening. Um, and I just feel like it's been going on, yet there's this, oh, you know, because I said we just uh, got a text here yesterday on the on the text line. Um, and it was like uh, recruiting and and. I think there's this negative a- aspect. Oh, the coaches, you know, they're they're recruiting at this school or that school. I don't think that's a, a crazy, over-the-top um, thing that uh, is happening. I don't think it is. I think more or less, if you're trying to build a program, wouldn't it be good if all of our programs were all trying to reach a really high level? Wouldn't it be good? Rapid City Christian, St. Thomas More, Stevens Central. I'll just start with them here in town. Every program getting after it, trying to compete um, uh, with each other even, with each other. 
I'm okay with that. I, I said competition breeds um, good outcomes rather than, um, yeah, well, this program's really struggling, and so it's going to keep struggling. I want a struggling program to get after it, and if we have to look at it and say, hey, this player here and that player there would really help us. Um, have you ever thought about what, what it looks like over at this school, academically and, and athletically? I think that's all above board, and I think it's uh, okay. 720-1067 if you want to get in as we get started on a Thursday. Uh, I do have something here. I said this is going to be a high school topic to open the show because I'm also interested in this. Um, speaking of wh- how we develop as high school athletes, what's more important, now or our future? What are, we, whatever, what are our high school kids playing for? Now, hey, I'm going to transfer to this school because they've got a better team, and so I'm just going to do that. It, is that what we're doing, or are we playing for the future? So I'm going to ask you this. What's more important for a high school athlete? Playing for your high school team or playing for a club team? I'm going to ask that question uh, right now because you have club teams in various sports. Namely, right now, you're seeing a lot of basketball. So you got the AAU going on. You see uh, soccer as well. You got the club soccer in, in uh, the spring. And so I'm going to ask you what's more important for a high school athlete? I said, what is it important for a coach to. Uh, Recruit athletes. How about what's important for a high school athlete and their future? What's important for a high school athlete? Playing for your high school team. Let's just throw out basketball. So so think about it with me in basketball. I got a high school team. I play in the winter. Now I may have this opportunity to go play AAU. What's more important? Playing for your high school team or playing for your club team? What's more important? I, I think I know which way the audience is going to go, and I may have a debate with you. We'll see if I'm we'll see if I'm ready on this Thursday. I may have a debate. I think I know which way you're going to go. What's more important, playing for your high school team or your club team for the high school athlete today? Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. I think it all depends on the sport. I'm going to give you an example: girls softball that's going to sanction that's coming up. I honestly believe the girls are going to be more recognized by being on a club, on a traveling team, than they ever will be by their high school. Ah, interesting. So interesting. They just You travel, you go to Colorado. You, I mean, when you're on a club, you have opportunities to go anywhere you want. It's not that way in high school. You're going to, look, you're going to do it within the state. So you could get more recognition and facial, facial time out there. I traveling. So. Ah, you're on to something. I should have known. You're on to something. That's good, man. Thanks. I appreciate so, yep. it. Have a good one. All right. Um, he's on to something. No, nobody ever wants to really uh, go down that road to you. Know, oh, no. You gotta. You gotta be um, loyal here. Just, just make sure you're you're going around with your high school team. Like, for example, in in basketball. Go with your high school team to to this camp or or that team camp. Well, I, I think that's good. I believe in high school community um, loyalty. I really do. Playing for your school means something to me. I re- I really am a big believer in high school playing for your school and your friends and the deep connections that you have there. I really am. Yet, 
Is it important if you're a good athlete to be in that club atmosphere? I believe it is. If I could answer this question, I, I asked you to say what's more important, club or high school? Club or high school for a high school athlete? I would tell you that there are some stories, I believe, in high school here in South Dakota that we may not have seen if there wasn't the club aspect of the travel basketball, for example. Matthew Morse comes to mind. Now, Matthew Morse went to Wisconsin, but now he's coming back to South Dakota State. It's, 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 it's a scenario where Matthew Morse was recruited by everybody and everybody, right? I mean, he was recruited. It wasn't because of the Yankton uh, situation. The Yankton Bucks and, and the you know, he had some great seasons there, right? It was because he was on a high-level travel basketball team. I know that for a fact. Here's another one. St. Thomas More girls, basketball, they've had some unbelievable teams. We all know this. They've had D1 athlete after D1 athlete there out of that basketball program, some of which have actually played in Minnesota, Minneapolis, for a Minneapolis traveling basketball team. That's how the exposure happened. We're kind of in a scenario here in South Dakota where it's like, if you have the opportunity to go club level and uh, you want to play at the next level, that's a big part of um, that scenario. Not like you're, it's, you're, you're never going to get found. I'm not saying that, but I am telling you the club aspect, I think, can get poo-pooed because, well, it's, it's travel. It's, it's, you know, the, the type of game and travel is bad and you're paying money and, and it's, a, it's a big ruse and, and whoever's running that and this organization and that one and they're, they're going to these basketball tournaments and it's just a big mess. So they go down that road. That's true. But I know uh, stories of South Dakota kids that have played at that level. They get on that level in Minneapolis. Then the uh, coaches see, okay, wow, this player can actually play at this level with other D1 players. I think it's, I think it's very important. The audience is coming in on this. Look at this. And I didn't think it would be this lopsided. 86% of you say it's more important to play for your high school loyalty. More important to play for your high school. Well, maybe, maybe I should say this. It's not like you're going to, by the way, you're not going to quit high school. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about um, not just going full-time club. You're not going to quit high school. That, that would be a mistake. The right answer is athletes, I think, if you can and if you're ready, you should do both. Well, like in the sport of basketball, like in the sport of soccer, you should do both. It's, it's uh, one of those scenarios where it's, it's not one or the other. You're not going to quit high school sports. If you want to get some looks and you're at that level, the club uh, sport aspect brings that to you. And we've seen it right in front of us. We've seen it right in front of us from just what I mentioned, some of these high-level basketball players that have gone on. I've seen soccer players, same thing. I've seen that here on the high school levels, not just when they played high school. That's good. But it's the club exposure going to this tournament and that showcase. I mean, they call them college showcases. Some people say, "Oh, that's that's they just they just say that. That's just how that that that's just what they want you to think." It's it's a college showcase. 
So I'm going to tell you, the real answer is what? What's more important, high school or um, club? I'm going to tell you, you got to play both. If you're, if you're an athlete looking at um, some opportunities and you have that in front of you, 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 you want to develop and uh, you can't just go, well, the high school season is going to provide enough of that. Um, the club season is going to provide enough of that. No, there's a high school aspect to this. It's important. Loyalty, community, playing for your school, playing for your friends, playing for, for that whole name on the jersey. Then the club aspect is, yeah, you're still in the team environment, but that's where the exposure comes in and the development because it's now in the offseason. And if you don't go down that road, the high school may not cut it for you in some of these uh, other sports. All right, coming right back uh, here on the Nate Brown Show. I got to hit on this. I'm going to hit on this. The Jerry Judy situation for the Broncos, if you heard it today, Jerry Judy, wide receiver for the Broncos, gets arrested. It's a misdemeanor charge. There's not a lot of details right now. What should we uh, think here, and what's going to be the story with Jerry Judy? I've got my own thoughts as a Broncos fan on, on Jerry Judy's career so far. Next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Chance for scattered thunderstorms tonight, otherwise mainly cloudy skies. Lows level off around 44, west winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 68, lots of sunshine. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow night, lows level off around 42, partly cloudy. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 58. Do you have plans to hit the open road this summer? No matter your style, Black Hills Federal Credit Union is ready to meet your needs and make financing your next vehicle easy. With rates as low as 2.29% APR, now is the time to make the switch to the vehicle you've had your eye on. Get pre-approved or apply online at bhfcu.com or text your call 605-718-1818. Offer subject to approval, BHFCU is member-owned and insured by the NCUA. Denny Menhold Dealers are serving up a grillin', chillin', and thrillin' summer. Register to win a side-by-side at any Menhold dealership. Other prizes like a Traeger Smoker from Black Hills Fireplace, Grill and Fire Pit, Golfer Red Rocks, Dakota Butcher, Sickies Garage, Plant Smith, and more. While you're in, check out what's hot on the lot. With trade-in values at an all-time high, there's never been a better time to buy. Your grillin', chillin', and thrillin' summer starts at Denny Menhold Dealerships Rapid City and MenholdSummer.com. 
Hey, Rapid City, you've heard me talk about 454. Have you been there yet? If you're looking for the best place to have a cold one, they have the best selection by far. 454 downtown with 54 taps of beer from local and regional breweries. Bingo night on Tuesdays, a great sports area upstairs, and they bring in live music. 454 has something for everybody, and the food is unbelievable. There's no place like it in the region, and we have it right here in Rapid City. 454 downtown Main Street. Hi, this is David Brunman with Coldwell Banker in Rapid City. Have you thought about buying your first home or maybe upgrading to a home that you will really love? Real estate is an important investment that you want to get right. I have been in the business of finding the right home for 15 years. To get started, contact me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Let's open the door to your new home and say hello to a goodbye with me, David Brenneman, at 415-0044. Would you like job security along with great pay and benefits? Panagold, the bakers of Country Hearth Bread Products, offers a starting wage of over $20 an hour, medical and dental coverage, paid holidays, retirement funding, and opportunities for growth and advancement. Panagold has many positions throughout the bakery, so chances are good there's going to be a fit for you that will work with your schedule. Currently, there are openings for production, sanitation, maintenance, shipping, and delivery drivers. Find out more and apply today at countryhearthjobs.com. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in your sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show live. Coming up, Eric Williams, NFL writer, Fox Sports. He's on the way. I'm going to ask him uh, his thoughts on some of these games that are on the schedule. I think the NFL schedule release, um, hate to break it to everybody, it gets a little overhyped. <laughs> it gets a little overhyped. Here's what I would like, actually. And, and instead of releasing the opponents earlier, you know, they released the opponents for my Broncos a long time ago. And then that now they release the schedule. I'm just like, okay, that, that's fine. Wow, Broncos Chiefs in week 14. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, I, I'm stoked. The Broncos are playing the Chiefs. Yeah, I know. I know. Week 14, Sunday night football. I understand. I understand. Um, we'll get into some of the matchups. Um like the first game just got released. I heard that. Now, that's interesting. That's interesting. First game, Thursday night. Remember, we started on a Thursday night. So there is some of the stuff I'm going to pull out. It's not like we're going to be like, oh, the Broncos are playing the Seahawks? Oh, my goodness. Um, now, what night are they playing? Now, that's interesting in that first week. Okay? It's interesting. I, I think the NFL should do it the other way. I, I'll just say that. Meaning... I don't want to know the opponents. I don't want to know anything until now. But you know, the NFL, as the behemoth that it is, and the marketing machine is we got to trickle, trickle stuff out all year long before the draft, and then you have the draft, and now you have the schedule release. And it's like, okay, schedule release is coming. We'll, we'll talk to Eric Williams on that. One thing I want to hit quickly um, this story, if you haven't heard it, Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. Arrested there, Arapahoe County, in jail. Charges of second-degree criminal tampering and a domestic violence enhancer. I'm sitting here looking at this as I am no lawyer or uh, policeman. And um, he's at Arapahoe County Jail 
innocent until proven guilty, by the way. Um, but they're just having a press conference right now. They're just putting on a press conference right now. This is a misdemeanor charge, and so I'm going, what is this here? So I'm looking at Denver reporting right now live, and I go to some of my guys like Ryan O'Halloran, who was just going to come on, and he had to jump on this press conference like two minutes ago. Okay, so Ryan O'Halloran, Denver Post, we, we always go here. And uh, Zach By, we've had him on um, from Denver. Here's what uh, is being said for the Jerry Judy situation. Like, people are wondering, what does this mean? D- domestic violence enhancer. What, what, what's that? Um, what's criminal tampering misdemeanor? What, what is this? Um, they're being told in Denver the domestic violence enhancer charge was not physical violence in nature. That can be something um, where, where you look at it because there was a relationship, was or is, between the two parties. So that's where the domestic uh, situation comes in. Um, it was not physical violence in nature is what they're being told in Denver, the reports. And then the criminal tampering, somebody saying, that can be, that can be, I took something of somebody's that I wasn't supposed to have. So this is all just uh, because it just happened this afternoon. At least the details are coming out minute by minute. So that's how I can explain it because I think it's important. A lot of times this gets thrown out, instant reaction in our world today. And so everybody's listening to the show or listening or going on your phone. is like, Jerry, Judy, you see the headline, domestic violence. I'm not sure how serious it is. So so I don't know all the details, but those are some of the examples of reporting coming out just moments ago. Like, um, not physical violence in nature is what they're being told. The criminal tampering is when you take something of somebody's that you weren't supposed to have. And so the domestic piece comes. There was a relationship or is, and it has been intimate. That, that's where the domestic piece, uh, the domestic umbrella um, comes in. Okay. That's the story. Now, what's my thought? Just on this, I, I don't know all the details, innocent until proven guilty, but I, I got to say, Jerry, Broncos fan here, Jerry Judy, been a rough start. Been a rough start. 15th pick in 2020. I had really high hopes. I mean, I like Jerry Judy at Alabama. I thought John Elway got that one right. I said, Man, they're going to go offense. Judy's on the board. Is he the best route runner in college football? He was at Alabama. Good program. Disciplined. Oh, this this is the guy. And I'll tell you, his start as a Bronco has been marred by injury, drops. He has not been a 15th pick. So, so whether it's inconsistency, drops, injury now, you know, you're talking about uh, the physicality of the NFL – the physicality of the NFL. I haven't seen the Jerry Judy All-American wide receiver out of Alabama. And everybody talks about the Broncos having, they might have the best wide receiving core in the country. I'm sitting here as a Broncos fan saying, can we just hang on for a second here? Jerry Judy hasn't done a thing. I mean, compare this. Jerry Judy, 15th pick. Justin Jefferson for your Minnesota Vikings, 22nd pick that draft. And it's not even close. I mean, it is not. And I understand the Vikings just, boom, took Jefferson. He landed in their lap. 
Everybody was thinking, oh, is Jefferson as good as Judy? Well, nobody knew. There were some wide receivers going off the board that draft, 2020. But I'm going to tell you, you compare Judy coming out of college and now where Justin Jefferson's at in the NFL with the Vikings, I mean, it is night and day. And now you throw this in here where it's, is it hard not to get arrested these days, uh, you know, in the NFL? I mean, can, can we just go sometime, you know, without getting arrested? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I don't know what the story is on this, but um, I didn't need to, to hear Jerry Judy, who's been off to a rough, slow start, now gets arrested on a criminal tampering with the domestic violence enhancer, and now what's going to happen? I don't know, but he's been off to a rough start as a Bronco, and he's got to pick it up. So if he's innocent, he'll prove him guilty here, and this you know, goes by the wayside, and whatever happens here, <laughs> pick it up, Jerry, in all aspects, in all aspects. Shouldn't be getting arrested. Should be playing football, getting prepared to catch uh, passes from Russell Wilson. We've got a big opportunity. Can't have a flop. Coming right back with Eric Williams, NFL writer, Fox Sports, next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. We live in beef country, and First Gold Gaming Resort has dedicated a night to it. Every Friday night, First Gold presents their all-you-can-eat USDA Choice Prime Rib Buffet, complete with several delicious sides, plus a soup, salad, and dessert bar for only $26.95. Now, we haven't forgotten about you seafood lovers, so we'll continue to offer Deadwood's Best All-You-Can-Eat Prime Rib and Crab Buffet every Saturday night. When one slice of prime or one serving of crab legs isn't enough, come to the All-You-Can-Eat Buffets at First Gold, your first stop on Main Street as your Coming into Deadwood. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Why choose Renewal by Anderson for your replacement windows? First of all, comfort. Your home will be so much more comfortable and quiet, especially when it's frigid outside or blazing hot. Renewal by Anderson is a five-star energy partner. Our windows could help you cut your energy bills significantly. Our windows can also significantly increase the value of your home. Our installers are certified full-time experts, not subcontractors. We're local people. Renewal by Anderson is a family business. If you want to talk to the owner, Andy, he's one phone call away. We have the strongest warranty out there. We stand behind our work like no other. Please read our outstanding customer reviews. We always have great financing options, too. There's no reason to wait. You could probably have new windows in your entire home for less than your cable bill each month. And when was the last time that cable bill paid you back like our windows will in energy savings, home value, and comfort? Please visit us on the web at rbarapidcity.com to learn about our financing and book your free in-home consultation. Insurance. We all need it to protect our homes, health, businesses, and belongings. But having adequate coverage is just the beginning. You also need the support of professionals who stand by your side to protect what's important to you. Fisher Rounds & Associates combines the coverage you want with the commitment you need. 
Fisher Rounds & Associates. At your service, at your side. With offices in Pierre, Mitchell, Watertown, Sioux Falls, and Rapid City. Hey, Black Hills, Boss Pizza and Chicken is now bringing you the best new sports bar in Rapid City. Grab your crew and check out the new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar on North La Crosse Street. Same great pizza, chicken, and food you love from Boss, and now a full-service bar with beer, wine, and liquor. Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar is a newly remodeled sports bar with TVs all around and a sports ticker dedicated to local and regional sports. This is the place for sports fans in the Black Hills. The new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar in North La Crosse and Rapid City. They're open early and open really late. Also with delivery at Boss Pizza chicken.com. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate... Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. We are live. Glad you're here. Hope you're having a solid day. Fox Sports Rapid City, thanks for making us a part of your day. 106.7 FM, 1150 AM, and bring us up right there at foxsportsrapidcity.com. Live stream on your phone, foxsportsrapidcity.com, whenever you get out of range. We're live on Twitter right now, at Nate Brown Show, live in studio. Welcome in, at Nate Brown Show. I've got our Broncos gear up, as you all know. Who are the Broncos playing in week one? I've got it. I've got it. All right. NFL schedule's really starting to get released here like in an hour and 15 minutes, but some leaks, you know, the leaks. It's just somehow magically the NFL's like, oh, we know week one, and we know this matchup, and so here we go. Broncos. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me the NFL did this. Broncos at Seahawks. Monday night football. Is that right? Broncos at Seahawks, Monday Night Football. Russell Wilson at Seattle. Let's start there with Eric Williams. He covered the Seahawks. He covered the Seahawks. He's an NFL writer for us, Fox Sports, foxsports.com. Eric, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Nate. There might be a couple uh, people at the the game there in Seattle. (laughs) I was going to say, how much thought do you think goes into this, like, Hey, Russell went to Denver. Oh, the Seahawks are on the Broncos' schedule. I mean, the NFL has to do this stuff on purpose. No doubt. I mean, the NFL is about storylines. It's basically a male soap opera, so they're trying to get the best storylines possible, particularly early in the year when you know guys are healthy. So this is a game that obviously – uh, people nationally are going to be paying attention to. So it's a game that, um, you know, people are going to want to broadcast nationally when you look at the TV stations, whether it's Fox or, or ESPN or, or NBC. So no surprise that that's uh, a week one game uh, for, for the, the schedule, which, again, uh, we'll, we'll find out here in a couple hours officially what the, all the games are. But, um, you know, this is a, a way that a lot of people that follow the league kind of plan their year. You know, they look to see where their teams are going to be in terms of different parts of the country and, and maybe plan vacations around, you know, where their team's going to be so they can watch them on the road. Eric Williams on FoxSports.com, NFL writer here on the Nate Brown Show. So Broncos at Seahawks Monday Night Football in week one. I'll take that. I like that. Russell Wilson back in Seattle. Um, you tell me, you said, hey, there's going to be people at that game. What's the reception going to be like? 
I think it'll be uh, a good reception for, for Russell Wilson. I, I think people will welcome him when he's announced because of the way that, that things happen, in my opinion. I think it. I think fans there locally probably view it more as Russell being pushed out more so than him wanting to leave. And so uh, there might be a smattering of booze, but I think people will definitely – uh, praise him for for what he did for that franchise, which is bring uh, their first Super Bowl uh, to the city of Seattle. Okay, um, first game of the season always starts on a Thursday night, and I think they got this one right. What do you say about starting Rams Bills Thursday night? Might be the best game of the year, and it's going to be the first game of the year. You know, this this could potentially be uh, a Super Bowl preview when you look at both of these teams and what they bring to the table. The Rams, obviously, the defending Super Bowl champions, Buffalo feeling like they should have been in the Super Bowl. You know, based on what happened in Kansas City, and then they go out and get a guy like Von Miller. Um, you know, that's really going to add to what they can do defensively. And Von will be playing against his former team uh, in the Rams in that Thursday night nationally televised game. So I definitely, again, think that the NFL got this one right. A lot of storylines. People want to watch Josh Allen play, and people certainly want to see. Uh, Josh Allen play against Aaron Donald uh, and, and that group. I'll tell you, Eric, um, you cover the league and you've covered it for a while. I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I had him on the show. He's, 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 he was over in Wyoming. I followed his career closely. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how big of a star he is now. Uh, I would say top five, you know, in terms of you would. his stature. Yeah, I just, you know, because it, it's really about the quarterback, right? And, and I think he's amongst the top five quarterbacks in the league with how he's played the last couple of years. I mean, obviously, Mahomes is going to be in that conversation. Um, I think, you know, Rodgers and, and Brady are in that conversation. I think Russell Wilson is in that conversation. Uh, but, yeah, his, the way he plays right now, he's must-watch TV when, 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 uh, when game day comes. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Eric Williams joins us, NFL writer, Fox Sports, talking NFL schedule release and more. First game of the season, Bills-Rams. I'm stoked for that uh, Thursday night. So I, I look at the quarterbacks and I say, you just said Josh Allen has to be top five. I wonder if it's if he if he's top three. Is it Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers? Is that the top three? How do you see it? Uh, I think you got the first two right. Uh, there's this guy named Justin Herbert that's pretty good play for the Chargers. Uh, I just feel like he's so dynamic. To me, those are that's kind of the prototypical quarterback for the modern era right now. When you watch Mahomes play, Josh Allen play, Justin Herbert play, they're big physical guys, but they can also run away from defenders and they can throw it a mile. Um, and so I just feel like they can do so much offensively. They can really kind of put the offense on their sh- shoulders. Rodgers can certainly do that at times too, but you know Rodgers is getting older, just like Brady. So I feel like. Rodgers and Brady need guys around them. I don't know if Allen, Mahomes, or Herbert need elite-level guys around them because they're so talented. Interesting, interesting. Okay, you put Herbert in there. That's interesting. Um, I want to go to this uh, with the Broncos. Russell Wilson comes in, you know, hey, high expectations now, and then there's there's a headline out. Jerry Judy gets arrested today. Um, mm-hmm. They just had a press conference, and I don't like minimizing stuff, but it, but it looks like here's like 
the the police said there was no physical um, violence here with the significant other, um, but there mm-hmm. is a an enhancer they call it domestic violence because there was it falls into the domestic piece because there was a relationship criminal tampering um, that could be taking something of somebody's that's not yours. He's being mm-hmm. held without bond, so I don't know how this ends here. It's a misdemeanor charge, but mm-hmm. but Jerry Judy in that spot. Um, what does that uh, do here, essentially, to a team that, you know, wants to keep things tight with Russell Wilson and a big year yeah. coming up? Matt, issue with, with Melvin Gordon a couple of years ago with the DUI situation. Um, I, I think, you know, incidents like this, you, you kind of want more to be reported before you start to, to make judgments on the situation. And so I would just kind of do that right now, just kind of see what comes out and exactly see what the situation is before you know, making an opinion on it one way or another. Uh, but it's not good, you know, to have a, a player, uh, you know, arrested. You can say that. Um, I don't know if it's going to have any impact, you know, on the season itself. But again, you have to see kind of, again, what the what the charges are and, and, and figure it out from there. Um, I think it helps in these situations to have a veteran like Russell Wilson in the locker room to kind of keep guys focused and on task and, and and make sure everybody's kind of doing what they're supposed to do. And having covered Russell, I certainly know that he's having those conversations with other teammates to make sure that that's what they're doing. And so I think, again, that, that's the advantage of bringing in and paying a guy like Russell because he's really being paid to do things like that. Eric Williams on Fox Sports, NFL writer. Find him on Twitter at Eric underscore D underscore Williams. Um, one quick one here. Patriots trade Stidham, backup quarterback to the Raiders, to Josh McDaniels. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on there. One headline that I want uh, your perspective on is Bill Belichick still doesn't have an offensive play caller. Reports saying he's looking at Joe Judge, maybe even yeah. Matt Patricia. Offense? Well, maybe, maybe Bill will call the plays. I mean, maybe that's the deal. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting I mean, because Josh was so good. Um, I think Jared going to New England is just really about having a quality backup that knows the system and can also be in the quarterback room and, and help uh, Derek Carr kind of learn that system and be kind of a, a sounding board. You know, it's always, it's always good if you're going to you expect to be an elite team to have a good backup quarterback that can help with the game planning that, that knows the system. So, uh, that makes some sense to me. Also, we didn't talk about it. I, I believe the the Raiders are playing New England. I think the Raiders are hosting that game in Vegas. I'm not positive. So again, that's another storyline that you're going to watch through the year. Uh, you know, Stidham is a guy that a lot of people had you know high opinions of coming out of the draft and and just never seen the click there in New England. So it'll be interesting to see you know how he does getting a new start in Vegas. The NFL schedule coming out uh, completely in an hour. Some pretty big games uh, that, that have already hit uh, the leaks out there. One I've got an eye on, Mahomes and Brady. Um, that's mm-hmm. a big one. Um, the NFL does a pretty good job with the storylines. And week one right now is already really, really good. Bills, Rams, Broncos at Seahawks. That might be mm-hmm. uh, a big one. By the way, Monday night football debut for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman um, with Russell visiting Seattle. Eric, great mm-hmm. to have you. I appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Sure, no problem. Thanks for having me, Nate. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Eric Williams, FoxSports.com, National NFL writer on Twitter. Follow him at Eric underscore D underscore Williams. He says Josh Allen is a top three quarterback. Top three star. 
And uh, there's, you know, the Rams, you always start with a Super Bowl winner, okay, on Thursday night football. Rams are going to play, the Rams are going to host the Bills. Thursday night football, September 8th. That's the opening game of the NFL season. Um, how about this one for you guys? Are you guys ready for this? First week, first game of the season, Sunday afternoon, what's the prime timer on Fox? Did you see this? Vikings-Packers. Oh, Vikings-Packers right out of the gate uh, week one. So I'm I'm plugged in, man. I'm, I'm already stoked. See, I said the, the schedule release gets overhyped, and then they give me week one here. And I got Bills-Rams. I got Packers at Vikings. I got Broncos at Seahawks. Let's get playing. Let's get going. Um, Jesse Simonton's in next, college football writer. I've got a story here that just came out. Um, there's an athletic director over there at Iowa, you know, Gary Barta. He's got a solution to help name, image, and likeness get under control. Gary Barta's solution. We'll discuss it next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Dale's Tire and Reach Reading has been providing quality brands of tires and excellent service to the Black Hills area for over 50 years. Dale's Tire sells tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, agriculture, construction, and more. Dale's Tire has what you need when you need it and offers appointment times to get you in and out faster. See the experts at Dale's Tire and Reach Reading. Two convenient locations in Rapid City, 691 Deadwood Avenue and 3200 Campbell Street. Dale's Tire and Reach Reading. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Chance for scattered thunderstorms tonight, otherwise mainly cloudy skies. Lows level off around 44, west winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 68, lots of sunshine. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow night, lows level off around 42, partly cloudy. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 58. From the minute you wake up to the moment you fall asleep, Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day is our everyday. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy, ready. With home values rising in the Black Hills, a home equity loan from Black Hills Community Bank is a great way to get ahead. Thinking about home improvements or projects this summer? Apply for a home equity loan from Black Hills Community Bank. You may have cash in your house that you didn't even know about, and it's a great time to be a homeowner. Just think about the potential of what you could do with a home equity loan. Black Hills Community Bank is ready to help. Get started on your home equity loan at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking for a great place for a pregame meal that really satisfies? Or maybe you want a place to take your all-star after the game. Or you're looking for a place to enjoy a delicious meal while watching your favorite team on the big screen TV. Valley Sports Bar and Grill has all the bases covered for all those things and more. Top-notch, friendly, and attentive service. Wall-to-wall big screen TVs with all the big games. And the absolute best wings in Rapid City. Valley Sports Bar. Make it your place. 1865 Valley Drive. Rapid City. 
Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in on a busy Thursday, man. NFL schedule release. We're hitting a little bit of that. Um, Broncos news with Jerry Judy. We've been hitting a little bit of that. We've got a lot more to cover on the Nate Brown Show. Welcome back. Fox Sports Rapid City, your sports, your show. Jesse Simonton's in for the first time. I follow his work there. You should check it out. I love this site, on3.com. The site's been getting cranking, man. College football, college basketball. If you're a college sports fan, they they get they do a nice job. On three, okay? College football writer covers the SEC. Find him on Twitter, Jesse R.E. Simonton, okay? That's where he's at on Twitter, and he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Jesse, it's good to have you on. How are you? Thanks for having me, Nate. I appreciate your time. Well, I appreciate your time. I know you're busy and things are popping. Um, as always, I'm going to ask you uh, right away about this situation um, with kind of the news that's coming. It looks like the NCAA is going to say we don't need divisions. So whether that's the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, we don't need divisions for a championship matchup, essentially. Where do you think the SEC goes with that? Uh, I mean, that's a good question, Nate. Honestly, that's something that's going to be, I think, kind of dictated and decided here perhaps by the end of the month. I'll be down in Destin uh, at the SEC spring meetings when – all the athletic directors, the presidents, and, and the coaches will be there for a day or two, but then Greg Sankey. And, and one of the paramount discussions and topics is kind of the SEC's future scheduling. And I think there's a good chance, almost independent of this report that you're alluding to, but I think there's a good chance that with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma, Tennessee, or the SEC was going to go away from divisions anyways, because there's already complaints, both from among coaches, fans, administrators, et cetera, that a team like Georgia, for, for you know, say, they don't play Ole Miss, but for every six, seven years. And so to have that many cycles where you don't actually see an opponent just doesn't seem right. So I think the SEC is ultimately going to go to a pod system uh, because unlike some of these other divisions, and, and conferences, there's so many intertwined rivalries that they want to still preserve in some way, uh, shape, or form. So I think you're going to see maybe a, a three or four pod system where each team has three or four teams in their pod, and then they rotate the rest of the league every couple of years. Okay, that's interesting. And I saw some reporting the ACC might be looking at that type of scenario like, hey, if we don't do divisions, we're going to have three teams that we play every year. It's it's like the exactly. traditional rivalries, right? So it, bring bring me into this with the SEC. Like Alabama, what three teams should they play every year, Jesse? Well, so Alabama is a great example because they have a bunch of rivals. Uh, but the way part of the reason the pod system folks like the pod system is that there's a way you can manage it to make it equitable for every team in the conference. So you don't want Alabama, even though these games are marquee matchups, you don't want to just give Alabama, uh, LSU, Texas A&M, and Auburn because their schedule would be weighted much more heavily 
than a team like Vanderbilt or somebody else. But you also want to preserve a game like the Tennessee game, third Saturday in October. It's a huge game. So I think Alabama would have a, be like, all right, you're definitely going to keep the Iron Bowl, which is Auburn. You're definitely going to keep Tennessee, which is a longtime rival. Let's give them Mississippi State as kind of a third one. Then you rotate the LSUs, the Texas A&Ms, mm. the Georgias, what have you, into the schedule every other year. Georgia's another good one. They have, you know, huge rivalries with Auburn, Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina. I think you would see them have Auburn, uh, Florida, and probably South Carolina to keep those three, and they would rotate with everybody else. Okay, I look at uh, the story you were covering. Uh, we're talking to Jesse Simonton. He's on um, on3.com, on3.com, college football writer, covers the SEC. Commissioner Greg Sankey of the SEC basically had some things to say like, Hey, we wanted to expand this this playoff, and and the ACC, you know, they pumped the brakes. He he, he was talking about there's people that aren't aren't on board with uh, kind of what what we wanted to do here. What, what's he trying to get at? I you know I don't think I didn't I don't think he thought he needed to issue kind of another blunt reminder uh, after the SEC's been so dominant in the college football playoff era, but the fact that they were willing to actually make concessions because the SEC did not bring up needing to revise this 14 model, but they were willing to come to the table in good faith, negotiate a 12-team model that would, you know, if you are in favor of the 12-team model, it would bring more conferences and teams into the equation. So the Pac-12 would have a bite at the apple. More teams from the ACC would have a bite at the apple. Uh, But those conferences got spooked simply because Oklahoma and Texas announced their future move to the SEC. And so they complete the alliance, uh, those three conferences, completely killed the proposal, which now Sankey's basically saying, you kind of reap what you sow. You, you didn't see the forest for the trees. Now these teams face a real uncertain future because there is no media rights deal after 2025. A lot of these conferences are currently negotiating for these huge blockbuster TV contracts, but only the Big Ten, which was going to survive no matter which way the wind blew on this decision, uh, seems ready to kind of accept one of these monster deals, whether it's with Fox and ESPN or however that shakes out. So the ACC and Pac-12 are kind of walking away with the tail between their legs. They were the two obstructionists in this whole argument, and now it's kind of like, hey, this is y'all's fault. The SEC is going to be just fine no matter whether we go to 12 or stay at 4. We're the only conference that's landed you know, multiple teams in the 14 playoff. They're the only conference that's had a representative in every single playoff year. Uh, so I think Stanky just decided it was you know, enough was enough, and it was kind of time to issue a reminder that this was not the SEC's fault. But however it shakes out, they're going to be fine either way. It's interesting, Jesse. How many um, SEC teams – would make a 12-team playoff. I know it's like, well, it depends. They were kind of negotiating. Would all Power Fives get in, the champions, and then some at-larges? What would be your guess if they go to 12 teams? How many SEC teams are in? Yeah, because there were a few different models that were were kind of floated out there within that 12-team proposal. But the basic one uh, that kind of, I think, had the most momentum by the end there if they followed that model, I think on a yearly basis, the SEC would get a minimum of three teams of those 12. Uh, and, and maybe every other year you could make a, a strong case 
that they could, uh, maybe every couple of years, I would say, there's a case that they could get a forced team in. The complicated nature with that 12-team model is that there could be a random year where a school like Alabama's down, they lose three games, but they're still in the top 12, and they sneak in. And and that's kind of, again, where some of these uh, programs, I don't think, really understand the reality of what they were, were kind of maybe getting themselves into. Jesse Simiton, uh SEC college football writer on 3.com. Great site. He's on Twitter, Jesse R.E. Simington. You can find him. Uh, one more quick one. Gary Barda, athletic director at Iowa. Um, he was college football playoff chair, okay? He says, I've got a solution to fix name, image, and likeness and all this money and all these transfers. He said, what's going to have to happen? We're, we're not going to be able to control the NIL as much. we got to go back to the transfer rule. You have to sit out if you transfer for a year. That will stop the boosters from writing the checks. Well, what do you say? I, I think it's been... I think time has long passed Gary Barter as someone who should be quoted as, as some sort of college football visionary. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a guy who's routinely, I think, had to backtrack or has stuck his foot in his mouth. The transfer portal—you can't—they're not putting you know the toothpaste back in the tube on that. This is that has been decided. They will ultimately make some changes to these NIL rules. I do agree with that, but uh, the idea of limiting player movement when that was seen for decades as something that the NCAA needed to address, that that's, that's not going to be changed anytime soon. Jesse Simonton on tonight on 3.com. His site will try and get him back. SEC covers it well. Uh, find him on Twitter, Jesse R.E. Simonton. Um, Jesse, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me, Nate. Appreciate your time. Um, on 3.com, college football writer, covers the SEC. On3.com, Jesse Simiton, national uh, writer. Oh, you hit Gary Barta. He hit our guy Gary Barta. <laughs> what, what do you – I mean, um, I was looking at Gary Barta's statement today. Iowa's AD, um, he suggested that the one-time transfer policy has to go back to how it was. Quote, the transfers, allowing a student transfer without having to sit a year, it was a good move, a good idea, if it wasn't for NIL. Now when you combine it with NIL, it's just become what many have called the wild, wild west. One idea I'm pursuing and throwing it out there, if we can't control NIL, let's go back and put the one-year sit-out rule. If you transfer, you don't have to lose your scholarship, but you must sit out a year. That would slow down the NIL deals because a booster isn't going to offer a student-athlete a big sum of money if they can't play. Hmm. Is that just Gary Barta the dinosaur? Or uh, is Gary Barta trying to say, we got to figure out something because why? why? You know, I think there's some validity to that. Why? They can't control hardly anything anymore. That's the one thing they could control. That's the one thing the NCAA slash school can control. Like, hey, the, the rule is if you transfer, you got to sit out a year. Okay? There was this waiver process back in the day, and sometimes you got a waiver. Sometimes kids didn't. So they just did away with the whole thing. I know, I know. Are people going to go backwards? Probably not. But Gary Bart is saying today is like, 
This wasn't what the intention was is, hey, I get to transfer and I get to play right away, and it's going to be whoever gives me the most money. That, that's what this has turned into. So Gary says, well, if I get a transfer, now I got to think about it. Now I got to think about it here because I got to sit out. So the money's not going to be flowing. Is this the right fit? Am I willing to do that? I don't think that's a terrible thing, but I, I don't think they're going to go backwards either. This, uh, what do they say? The horse is out of the barn? Is that what they say? Yeah, that's what, that's what I say. Into the drive at 5 tonight on the Nate Brown Show. So I've got um, five questions from Chris. Are you ready? Chris, he sent them in. Five questions on a Thursday. Five tough sports questions for me. When I'll have my answers next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Honda True. Discover three tiers of vehicle coverage that work for you. Only at Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda. The inspection is just the beginning. Honda certified pre-owned means peace of mind with incredible benefits like seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, up to two complimentary oil changes, 24-7 roadside assistance, inspection report, and three-day exchange option. Check out all the benefits and search inventory at honda-true.com or come by Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda in Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Tin Lizzy BetMGM Sportsbook is your home for the best sports betting experience in Deadwood. With great food, great service, and brand new 4K TVs, there's not a bad seat in the house. And every game is on at Tin Lizzy, where you can bet on Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and UFC. BetMGM Sportsbook at Tin Lizzy, the king of sportsbooks. What game are you betting on? Make your play at Tin Lizzy, Main Street, Deadwood. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. If you have a Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, BMW, Volvo, or any other high-end import, you might think you have to take your car to Denver or further for service. Hi, this is Martin from Al's DNI Repair. Don't plan your life around taking your car for service in a town 400 miles away. Bring it to Al's DNI Repair. Our technicians are trained to work on those complicated cars, and we also have the tools and equipment so they have everything they need to make sure your car is working perfectly. Call Al's DNI to set up your appointment at 348-1447. Not all trusts fit in a box. We do our best to um, to put a personal touch on each one and really listen to our customers and make sure that we take care of them the very best that we can. We are going to apply the, the best of our knowledge and ability and care to really analyze our situation and find all the best uh, solutions that we possibly can. We customize what we do to what you need. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. 
welcome back in on a Thursday. How are you? Thanks for being here. The Nate Brown Show is live on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Drive at 5 brought to you by Summit Automotive Group, SummitAutoGRP.com. SummitAutoGRP.com. Before you buy, stop by there. Take a look. Inventory's online and experience the Summit difference. No high-pressure sales stuff. Stacy and Matt, outstanding job. Car buying truly built around you. Find out how. The Summit difference, SummitAutoGRP.com. Great selection right now. The Nate Brown Show in the Drive at 5 on a Thursday featuring Brian Henschen coming up, high school sports writer for the Indy Star. I've got some high school sports topics. I talked to Brian over the years when he was in Sioux Falls for the Argus Leader. Now he covers high school sports in Indiana. I was like, how different it are, are things? I've got a uh, couple of questions of the day dealing with high school sports. If you missed the opening hour, we'll revisit some of the uh, results in our poll questions coming up. Rapid City Central has a new girls basketball coach. We'll talk to him. His name's Josh Mock, and he's on the way. He's coming from Aberdeen. We'll talk to the Cobblers girls basketball coach this hour. Busy hour here. Busy hour. Um, it's a Thursday. Five questions from Chris. Five questions from Chris. Uh, we got to get to that. We got to get to that. First, I said, hey, the, the, the saying is the horse is out of the barn. I was talking, okay, the horse is out of the barn. Listener text, the saying, Nate, is the cat is out of the bag. <laughs> the, the, the toothpaste is out of the tube. What else do you guys have? Any other comedy? Any more comedy here? The horse is out of the barn. That's a uh, Montana saying. Is that a South Dakota saying? Okay, okay I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, five questions from Chris every week on the Nate Brown Show. And some of these, I'll tell you, they're tough. They're tough, Chris. But I'm going to start with, number one, the NCAA gave its blessing stating divisions were no longer required within football conferences. So, yes, think about this. Big Ten has con- uh, divisions, right? So we see the Huskers, Big Ten West, right? So, so when we think about this, now the NCAA is basically going to tell the conferences, you don't have to have divisions to hold a championship game, okay? So that's the news this week, and they're probably going to release that. Um, here's the deal. Chris says um, the ACC is looking at playing three teams every year. I ask you, who do you think the Huskers – should request as their three rivalry games every year. Interesting, Chris. Interesting. Yeah, so if the Big Ten does away with divisions, who should be their three rivalry games for the Huskers? Um, I'm going to go Iowa, of course. You have to. Okay, I'm going to go Iowa, of course. I will go Wisconsin. I will go Wisconsin. And... Um, to help the Huskers out, I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota. Somebody say, oh, come on, Minnesota rivalry? Well, I'm going to go Minnesota. So things wouldn't change that much um, in the Big Ten West for the Huskers. That would be my three rivalry games every year. Should Nebraska play Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota? Or is that just the upper Midwest in me saying, yeah, those are the games? Maybe uh, – should you throw in somebody else, like a, like a Penn State or a Michigan? I don't think so. I don't want to play Michigan every year. Um, that's that's going to be a tough road. By the way, a little side note here for the Big Ten. If they do do away with these divisions, you know, this road for the Huskers to a Big Ten title just got really, really hard. 
I mean, I'm going to tell you, they could get into the Big Ten West. They might represent the Big Ten West. You never know this. they got a long way to go, but you never know this. Now they just get rid of that, and now you got the top two in the conference. That's going to be a really, really tough road. Uh, give, me, give me Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota is my three rivalry games every year if I've got it. Uh, five questions from Chris. F1 just had their inaugural race in Miami. Yes, I saw this. I had my unpaid production staff was like telling me about this all week. And then I got my real paid production staff, Matt Kearney, who is an F1 expert. He's the expert. And I said, when I need my F1 news, I go to Matt Kearney. Okay, Chris, what do you want to know? He says, um, they raced around the old parking lot of the Hard Rock Stadium um, in Miami. If you were to decide where you could put an F1 race, what iconic place would you choose? Hmm. Why don't you just do it at Indy 500? I was talking about this. Wouldn't that be nice? Indy? Couldn't we just do Indy? I mean, the Indy 500 is coming up at the end of the month. F1's a massive global sport. I'm not dialed in on it. I do have to tell you this. I know they just got, they did that in Miami. Now, they are going to do one in Las Vegas. That's a good start. They're going to do one in Las Vegas. I heard this. They just purchased a bunch of acres in Las Vegas for like a garage. Did you hear this story? So they're going to have like, they're going to get a presence in this country. F1 race. Where would I put it? If you can't have it here in the Black Hills, that'd be nice. A little dangerous. Uh, but, you know, if you can't have it here in the beautiful Black Hills, let's go Indy. Um, attendance for Major League Baseball games is down 4% year over year. Chris says it can't just be the weather in April. Since 2018, attendance has gone down every year. What do you think is the main issue with record low attendance in Major League Baseball? That's a good question, Chris. It's, um, I think this whole thing is, I don't know if people can fit all of this stuff into their schedule. I don't know if you know people are kind of looking at this going, it's not a sense of urgency. Not like, you know, it's not like the game has changed that much. I, I get it. I don't know if it's the prices that have gone up, like everything, right, we're experiencing. So, I, I mean, just in the world of sports, things from parking to uh, beer to, to tickets, it's just gone up. And I think the at-home experience, so I can stream it on my phone, I can be at my kid's game, I can do that whole thing. It's happening in the world of sports outside of the NFL, College football attendance down. Major League Baseball attendance down. So it's just one of those things. College football's big. I don't think it's just Major League Baseball. I think it's this at-home viewing, on my phone, TV, whatever it may be. Now it's just kind of a special deal if we go to the ballpark and I'm not going over and over. I just think our, I just think people's consumption um, has changed. Five questions from Chris, two left. The Angels rookie pitcher threw a no-hitter while only throwing two strikeouts the whole game. Are no-hitters becoming less momentous because of the state of the game where hitters are only hitting home runs um, rather than just swinging for uh, singles? I don't think so. Why isn't the no-hitter like a big deal? I think that just goes to the big picture of baseball. I was hitting on that. Um, the game is so long. There's 162 of them. The sense of urgency is not there. I, it's not enticing me. And I think this Angels rookie pitcher throwing a no-hitter was like not even on the radar. I, I, I was stunned by it. It should be a big thing. Only 25 rookies have done it in the history of baseball. 
and you couldn't even find it the day after it happened. You couldn't even find uh, highlights, nothing. It's like nothing. I just, I don't think it's the way the game's changed. I think it's, uh, again, one of those things. Uh, baseball, no hitter. Yeah, what else is going on? NFL schedule release? Oh, squirrel? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're over here, and we're on to something else. Um, by the way, last question, five questions from Chris. On a Thursday, Disney um, said that ESPN has lost another 10% in carriage fees for this quarter. While also stating ESPN Plus, their streaming service will be a standalone offering at some point. Do you think it would be a disastrous uh, deal for the TV sports industry if ESPN is no longer on cable or just a sign of the times going streaming only? That would be a killer, I think, for me. I'm, I'm that old. You know, it's like I'm crusty old guy now. I sit down on the couch and I just want to watch games, TV. I, I just want to have a nice time. I don't want to... Hey, it's, it's buffering. Can we, the streaming. Do we need a new router? What, what's going on here? I'm just the old guy. I'm paying for a nice uh, uh, TV package from our friends at Wire Free USA. Let's say I want ESPN. I want Fox. I want sports. I don't want to have to navigate through what streaming service has this game and that game. And I got to buy this streaming fee and that streaming fee. Um and then worry about my kids bogging it down when they're on their Kindles. Give me the, give me the uh, TV. Traditional. No, I don't think ESPN will go away from um, cable quite yet. But uh, I never thought the streaming uh, revolution would happen so quickly. I mean, it's just everything and anything is streaming. Back with Brian Henschen next. High school sports writer from Indianapolis. I've got a question here. Do you think it's good and important for varsity high school coaches to recruit players? Recruit is a bad word, right? It's a bad word. Should it be? Brian Henson, high school sports writer, Indy Star, next. The Nate Brown Show. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment shock or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Chance for scattered thunderstorms tonight, otherwise mainly cloudy skies. Lows level off around 44, west winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 68, lots of sunshine. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow night, lows level off around 42, partly cloudy. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 55. Hi, this is Rihanna Wicked at Elevate Performance. We are currently accepting new patients in need of physical therapy, and we want to show you the Elevate difference. At Elevate Performance, you have our guarantee of receiving one-on-one, high-quality care with a doctor of physical therapy. At Elevate, it's personal, and we are ready to be your partner in empowering you to live a healthy life pain-free. Remember, you have a choice for physical therapy in Rapid City, and we want you to experience the Elevate difference. We are currently accepting new patients. Just visit elevateperformancesd.com. 
Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years, and you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mm-hmm. If you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com. Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back to the Nate Brown Show live in the drive at 5 on a Thursday. Hope you've had a great day. Thanks for spending some time with us. Fox Sports Rapid City. I'm glad to see there's some traditional sports fans out there like me. I don't want everything to be streaming. I mean, I got plenty of streaming services. I don't even know what we have and what we don't have. All I know is we got Disney Plus. And uh, I know we got Amazon, okay, because I know we got that. I don't know what else we have. I just want to turn on FS1, Fox, ESPN. I want to turn these on, just watch TV. TV. So, good question from uh, Chris, our loyal listener. Five questions from Chris. He said, hey, what if, like, ESPN and all these guys just go to streaming and that's it? Because they're losing these uh, carriage fees on cable. Uh, Listener text coming in. Uh, Let me see this one. I agree with you, Nate. I just want to relax and watch the game and not worry about what streaming service I have to have. (laughs) Yeah, get ready. Get ready. Brian Henschen's in. He's a little younger than me. I wonder if I can yell at the clouds and if he'll correct me on this. Um, High school sports writer, formerly of the Argus leader, and now he's out in Indianapolis. Indy star, Brian Henschen back on the Nate Brown Show. Brian, how are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. This is just like old times. I stepped away from covering a sporting event to hop on with you. I love that. I love that. You're covering some high school tonight, a little softball tonight. Um, by the way, so you're a younger guy, Brian, so so bring mm-hmm. me in here. 
Will we see every league, NFL, college football, you know, the Big Ten? So, will we see sports streaming only in the next 10 years? I don't think so. I mean, the TV money's still there, right? Like, you know, these pro sports teams are still signing multi million dollar contracts, these television companies, and the NFL is still inking billion dollar deals with, with, um, TV networks too. I mean, maybe it slows down a little bit and it's just more to the streaming, but I think, I think for now, maybe for the next couple decades at least, there's still going to be that market for, for traditional over the air slash cable satellite television. Okay. Plus, I mean, options like YouTube TV, I think will keep it afloat for a while too. How do you consume sports? Like if, if, you know, something's on ESPN plus, you're like, okay, I got ESPN plus, I got Apple, I got Amazon, I got Hulu. I mean, how do you consume sports? So for sports, I have YouTube TV. I split that with a friend, and then I also split an ESPN Plus subscription with a friend. So I try and divvy up the cost a little bit. Um, but, yeah, with the YouTube TV, I mean, that covers me for most stuff. And then um, ESPN Plus covers me. It's great. It covers me for hockey. See? Um, See? And anything See? else that I need. I, know, I yeah, knew it. But, I knew it. Yeah, but if I was – yeah, I guess you're right, because without the Fox Sport or the Valley Sports option um, over the air, so like in Indiana, we'd normally have Fox Sports Midwest but they can't reach an agreement with YouTube TV or any of the online carriers, so I'm kind of out of luck on that front. So, yeah, I guess even that was an option, I'd just be streaming only anyway. Um, yeah, I, I see. Here he is, the future of America's sports <laughs> um, right oh, here. Uh, by the way, let me ask you about this. Uh, you cover high school sports. You've done it now for a while. I've got a couple of questions of the day, and I want to get a reaction. You've been in South Dakota. You've been in Indiana. Um, I look at it. We got a text about – Hey, you know, you know, a team recruiting or a player and things like this. So you tell me, is it a bad thing these days if varsity high school coaches recruit players to their programs? What do you say? I think it's horrible. I mean, I know it happens. I know it happens, but I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's a great thing. I. I Why is I it know. a bad guess, thing? Maybe, maybe I came in a- too hot. I just. I don't know. I just kind of wonder what are we doing here? You know, I. I don't know. I mean, it's not like college. It's like where you're making a commitment. High school, it's usually like you're playing for your hometown school or whatever. Or I, I don't know. It just there's just something about it. Maybe I'm too old school and too set in my ways. I know I'm doing a horrible job wow. supporting this argument. Wow. There's just something about it that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Does and, it and happen also, out there? Too, I mean, does it happen out there? I, I'm sure it does. But I mean, being covering mostly girls' sports, um, it isn't as big a deal out here too. There's also a lot of charter schools that pop up, um, and that kind of muddies the waters a little bit too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it happens. Yeah, I've heard of it happening in South Dakota, and, and it definitely happened in St. Louis as well. So um, you believe the high school coach should just sit back and just they have the team they have? End of story. Yeah, I, I don't think that they should necessarily go out and recruit from other schools. Like, I don't think a coach at, at Rapid City Stevens should be banging down the doors at, at Sturgis trying to poach their best players or things like that. Now, if, if you're talking recruiting within the school, yeah, it's all fair game. But, but going after kids at other schools, I don't think is necessarily the best. And, I think, you know, to some extent, you have the kids' best interest in mind is really the best in their best interest to switch schools academically and that. And I think some of that comes into play, too. But, I mean, there's just something about recruiting at the high school level. There's so much stuff of that that goes on at the next level. I don't know that's really necessary at the high school level. And, again, what does it say to the kids who are there and toughing it out at the high school level where you don't really necessarily have a choice on where you go? Like, oh, you aren't good enough, so we're going to bring somebody else in. So it doesn't matter how hard you work, you're not going to overtake this kid. I I get it. Just uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting take. Interesting take, Brian. Uh, I'll say this: What if I'm a high school coach and 
hey, I know there's some good middle school players. I want to get them into my program early here and maybe say, hey, where are you going to go to high school? You should come That's over here. One. That's a good question. That one is more of a gray area, I think. And I, I don't know. Maybe that does lead a little more a little more uh, fair game. Maybe that makes me a bad person or a hypocrite or a bad takesmith because <laughs> that one that doesn't sound as bad to me. So, um, so you're, you you're okay with recruiting the middle schoolers, but not those maybe, high schoolers. Be careful. Maybe not the high. Maybe not the middle schoolers directly. Like maybe Coach Nate Brown shouldn't be banging down the door of of the up and coming sixth grader at Rapid City Middle School <laughs> across town. But uh, <laughs> maybe maybe sweeten the parents' pockets a little bit. Um, but no. I, I mean, I guess, I guess at middle school, you could just say, hey, here's an option. But then, I mean, you get into the question of, well, what about school districts? Like, you're not, is a family really going to uproot? I mean, I guess they'll do it on their own. But it's all, it's all muddy. But I think that the middle school question is a very thought-provoking one. By the it way, has me stumped. it is muddy. <laughs> um, but I will say, I don't think, in my perception, uh, recruiting that word isn't as bad as, as it kind of gets that connotation it has a negative connotation all oh, we're recruiting them just for sports now we're naive if we if we think that doesn't happen it has oh, sure but i said hey it's got to be the right fit academically the right school right for the family but it's also if i'm a coach i'm trying to build my program and if there's a kid that's over here and not having as much success i don't think it's a terrible thing to say you can join us over here if it's a better situation i i I suppose, but at the same time, I, I think maybe the kid could come to that realization on their own. And and also, too, I mean, you got to think about it from the family's perspective, too. You could be asking a kid to move, and you're either breaking the rules in a lot of cases if it's out of district or a family's going to be uprooting their entire life in one town to cross lines and go to another, too, which is, I, I don't know, I think that right. that's a bit much for prep sports, but I each their you. own. Who am I to judge? Now, the private schools is where – is where the real fun and games go, and I'm sure that there are plenty of stories out there, you know, allegations or whatever, private schools doing that, but I think in the public school realm, it's a little trickier. By the way, um, private schools, their business model, so to speak, is they need enrollment, they yep. need students, and so, I mean, they're trying to recruit students, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a student, whatever it is, I, I mean, that's just the story. Um, they need students. Yeah, yeah, and as you say that, and as I think about that, I mean, schools have open houses. I, I'm, I'm sure that public schools do it too, but they have open houses and they have events where kids get to come preview the high schools and that. And that's basically recruiting there. So maybe I'm starting to walk back my thoughts oh. here and say that it's more prevalent and not as bad as we want. But don't be. I think that that applies me. more to the middle school or middle school level than than the high school level. I just think once you're established with a high school, unless it's just a really untenable bad fit for whatever reason, academically, athletically, or whatever, that you just aren't going to make it. I think that it's worth, it's good for kids to, to stay it out at one spot and, okay. and figure it out in, in most cases. You never let me influence you prior to, uh, you know, our years <laughs> here, so don't let it happen now. Um, last one for you, out in Indiana, we're talking to Brian Henschen, IndyStar.com, high school sports writer. I said this, um, there's club sports going on right now, and there's high school sports. And so... These club sports, whether it's basketball, maybe it's soccer, whatever it is, that provides the exposure, the college showcases, the AAU traveling teams. Is it more important for a high school athlete to play club or play high school? What's your perspective? Um, I'll preface this by saying I think they're both important because I think high school is where you get a lot of the sportsmanship, camaraderie, and that sort of thing. Yes. You know, when you're competing yes. for representing your I think on the recruiting side of things, it sure seems like 
the club side and the AAU circuits are a lot more important because that's where you really get seen and noticed because you're playing on a team with the best of the best, usually against a lot of the other best players in the region, the country, whatever it is. Um, but I think they're both important. I think it just depends on where you're, where you're coming from when you ask that question. If you're asking from a recruiting standpoint, yeah, I think it's club sports usually in AAU, and, and that's fine. That, that makes a lot of sense for those, those college coaches and recruiters because that's where all the talent is going to be in one spot. You don't have to bounce around from game to game to game. Um, but in terms of you know, the life lessons, so to speak, and the building camaraderie and sportsmanship and all that other stuff, which is really important, Plan and I don't think should community. be undervalued. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. yep absolutely. And, and that sort of thing, I think that that's where high school sports play a really important role. And, and I think that a lot of kids have done a good job, at least in my experiences and at both my jobs so far, have done a good job of balancing the two between playing for a club but also taking pride in representing your community. I love it. I love it. I'm with you on it. Uh, I think you're right on. IndyStar.com, I said, you know, the real answer is play both. If you're an athlete yep. and you want to develop, you want to maybe go to the next level, there's club that can do things for you. Um, high school can do a lot of things for you as well um, from enjoying the friendships, playing for your school, and and the name on the jersey. Uh, Brian Henshin, go ahead. Yeah, and I, I, I tell you what, too, I mean, that, it's really disappointing whenever you hear, like, a club team that won't allow them to play for their high school team for whatever reason. I just I think that you're robbing kids of opportunities and, and the chance to make some really special memories, and I think that's, I think that's, that's too bad and really disappointing because I think, it's important to have balance in, in anything in life, and that includes high school athletics, and especially at that age. I mean, gosh, sports isn't everything, and if you want to talk about mental health and burnout and all that stuff, it's important to maintain balance in life, and part of that is, you know, playing on the high school side of things, taking pride in that, and playing out there with your friends, and just having fun. You know, I think that sometimes it can get too competitive, and you suck the fun out of it, and that's no good either. I'll tell you, that AAU circuit can get to, it can be a grinder, too. I mean, sometimes that's not a mm-hmm. good fit. Um, the other way. Uh, IndyStar.com, Brian Henschen on tonight, high school sports writer. Always good to get you, man. I appreciate your time. Absolutely, brother. Take care. All right. Good stuff. Brian Henschen's on Twitter at Brian underscore Henschen. As always, you can find him there, IndyStar.com, their high school sports writer in Indianapolis. I didn't even ask him about the Indy 500. Brian Henschen, has he, has he experienced the Indy 500? And our guy Matt Kearney here at Fox Sports Rapid City loves the Indy 500. He's been to the Indy 500. He's trying to tell me that the Indy 500 is like better than F1. I mean, I told I, I told you guys the F. He's the F1 expert or the racing expert, I should say, and he's trying to tell me the Indy 500s the real real deal. And then I got these other guys today that are telling me at lunch. Oh, F1, F1, man, it's huge. It's massive. It's it's a, a massive sport in the world. It's going to dwarf anything. I mean, they're going to get going in this country. It's going to be big. I'm going, uh, let's pump the brakes there, literally. Pump the brakes. Who's hot and who's not is on the way. Hang on. I've got an update on a South Dakota State Jackrabbit who is joining my favorite team. Okay? That's later this hour. First, we'll meet the next head coach of the Rapid City Central girls basketball program. His name's Josh Mock, and he's live next. This is the Nate Brown Show. 
Fans know some things just go together. Slam dunks and three-pointers, face paint and super fans, game days and tailgates. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson, and I know another winning combination, home and auto. Me and my team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which saves you time and money. So get your home and auto on the same team and score some savings. Call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, at 342-0188. Your free gold club card is your ticket to the biggest giveaways in Deadwood at First Gold Gaming Resort. Just be actively playing with your card for a chance to win your share of $8,600 in promo play through hot seat drawings every weekend. Win $1,000 in cash every hour from 6 p.m. till midnight on Saturday nights. Or get locked in on the king of all promotions, the $12,000 Golden Cash Blast on Saturday, May 28th. First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Someone will come in, they'll have a noise under the hood, and we'll go out and take a look at it. We can determine by the type of noise, and usually if we can determine where it's coming from, we can direct them to the piece that has failed. My name is Dick Lemke. Working at Sturdivance as long as I have, it's definitely become my career. When you need someone to help solve the problem, start with a Sturdivance store near you. S-T-U-R-D-V-A-N-T-S, come and see Sturdivance. Has it Sturdivance? Hi, I'm Bill at Wire Free USA. If you want high-speed internet at your house, call Wire Free USA and get HughesNet. HughesNet is high-speed satellite internet, a super-fast instant internet connection that's available right now wherever you live. You'll get faster web access, faster browsing, and faster downloads. HughesNet is from Hughes, an industry leader with more than 1.5 million systems installed worldwide. Call Wire Free USA today at 605-343-3806 and learn how to order HughesNet from your local business partner. Stop waiting. Order HughesNet, America's number one choice for high-speed satellite internet. Visit Wirefree USA in Rapid City or call 605-343-3806 now and get super-fast internet access at your house no matter where you live. The future is Wirefree USA with HughesNet. Local business, local service with a smile. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, welcome back in on a... Busy Thursday tonight. It's been a lot of fun. The Nate Brown Show is South Dakota Sports Talk Show from some great national guests of the local sports newsmakers. They're all right here. We try to put it all together. And we have some local sports to cover right now on Fox Sports Rapid City. Of course, we cover high school basketball. Fox Sports Rapid City, your home for Central Stevens, St. Thomas More, Rapid City Christian. We cover all the teams. and. Well, Central Girls Basketball is going to have a new coach. Well, we had Alan Bertram on over the years. He was the head coach at Central. Now he goes to Mount Marty. We talked to him here on the show a couple of weeks ago. They've got a replacement at Rapid City Central Girls Basketball. The head coach is Josh Mock. 
currently at Aberdeen. He's been uh, an assistant there with the Aberdeen Central boys. That's been, that's been a good team. I've seen them the last couple of years. Nice team, Aberdeen Central. Um, Josh Mox, the new head coach for the Cobbler Girls, and he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Coach, good to talk to you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing really great, Nate. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. So first things first is um, you're a young guy. Um, you teach. You coach. Um, why'd you want to come out this way and, and uh, take over at Central? You know, uh, my wife and I, we, we've uh, been thinking about the Hills uh, for quite a while now. And, and just for whatever, you know, personal family reasons, we couldn't make it out. And this was... You know, when uh, Coach Bauer from Rapid Rapid City Central contacted me, he just made it uh, seem like the right fit. He, he's been great to us, and um, we're, we're excited to be part of the Cobbler family. What did you uh, learn uh, along the way here? I said you're still a young guy. I, I say because I'm old, Josh, okay? So I'm old, but you're young. I've been around high school sports a lot myself, and I say, okay, you've been an assistant. Um, what have you learned in that process? You know, I, I think I've learned how I want to do things, I guess, or, or what works for me and, and that I don't have to coach like everybody else. I think there's a, um, a, a lot of ways to coach the game of basketball. Um, but I've also learned uh, a lot of different ways to, to do things as well. And Coach Norberg in Aberdeen, he's a great offensive coach. And, um, and, and that's, you know, I've learned a lot of those rules and, and the right way to do things that way. And, um, and, and then some of the other assistants at Aberdeen Central, uh, Trent Kurtz, he's just a, he's a great basketball mind, and I, I learned more offense from those guys. I was kind of always the defensive guy around here. Um, but, yeah, I've had some great mentors, and, and Coach Don Seiler, obviously a Hall of Fame coach at Aberdeen Central. Uh, she's, she's actually our next-door neighbor right now. But, oh, excellent. Um, so, I, I, so I've had some great conversations with her and, and, and just learned how to – uh, different ways to approach kids and, and different ways to coach them. I'll ask you about the current state of basketball. I look at it and I say a lot of players need to shoot, dribble, um, handle the ball, penetrate. It's kind of a, a state where sometimes you go four wide, one down low. Sometimes you go five wide. What, what does girls basketball look like for you? You know, I don't, uh, to be honest, yeah, everything, you know, a lot of teams are going five out right now and, and playing off of ball screens and, and things like that. And it's going to depend on personnel, Nate. Uh, but I, I, I guess I don't see myself having to coach the game any differently. Um, maybe just, uh, just, just teaching. You know, I think we can run the same stuff as long as that works. But, but like you said, uh, fundamentals are going to be important and, and I want to. I want our teams to play fast, and I think that's the best way to improve your speed is is improving fundamentals. But you know, um, I'm a, I'm kind of a motion guy, man to man defense, and I think as long as personnel um, and and situational things, depending on who we're playing. As long as it works, we'll do that, but we'll adjust like we need to as well. Josh Mock's on tonight. He's the Rapid City Central girls basketball coach just taking over for Alan Bertram. What do you know about the program? Um, did you talk to Bertram? Um, what do you know about the players and, and the current state? You know, I, I don't know enough. I'll be honest with that. Uh, I, you know, I haven't talked to Coach Bertram yet. I'll reach out to him. This is kind of all been moving really fast, and I coach track here. Um, so I, we've been busy, and now we're trying to pack up our house, right? Um, but so I've just talked to Coach Bauer a little bit. You know, I know 
I know their record. I know they got seventh last year. You know, they had a, a great season last year and lost four good seniors. Um, I think four starters, if I'm correct. Uh, so um, some kids will have to step up and um, take some lumps early just until they get enough minutes in to understand what varsity basketball is like. But but uh, I look forward to meet them, meeting meeting the girls on Monday. We're actually heading out this weekend, and I'll okay. be out there. I'll be out there for the uh, the sports meeting Monday night at Central. So okay, very good, very good, good to have you on Fox Sports Rapid City. Josh Mox, the head coach, Rapid City Central girls basketball. Um, I know you can only have so much contact here uh, per the rules of the off season, but I know it's also a lot of work. So. How much work does this uh, team need to put in under your guidance? What's an offseason look like for you? You know, uh, Coach Noyes, one of the assistants, kind of put that together, uh, I think, before I was hired. But we got a couple team camps um, and, and open gyms and then that Monday night league. You know, if, we, if we're able to and that, you know, the contact rule, we got to be smart about that, right? Uh, if we're able to, I'd like to be able to, you know, spend time like if we put on our own camps so that we can put our stuff in. You know, and then we're not re we're not introducing stuff day one after Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. Um but but at the same time I think the girls need to be kids and and we ask a lot of these kids these days, whether it's the weight room and if they're multi sport athletes, it seems like they're at the school every day. Um, at least here in Aberdeen. So I think we gotta be smart and just and, and conscious of letting the girls be high school kids too they need to enjoy themselves and and i want them to to be able to show up to the gym those couple days that we we're going to be in there um enthusiastic about the game and not like not a i don't want it to turn into a chore for them so we're going to work hard and we're going to get better but uh hopefully we don't overdo it you know some of us basketball people think we need to do it every day but (laughs) but, uh, i know that but we need to give them we yeah we need to allow them to be kids too basketball coaches you know they every sport that you coach it's the most important sport i know how that works (laughs) Um, let me ask you about this i'll let you run Uh, a lot of times now that you're the varsity head coach now there's going to be pressure um, you know, some complaints, um, a lot of stuff that, that'll be on the plate. Uh, what do you yep. expect there? You know, I, you know, some of that stuff is good. You know, the, the, the complaints and things like that, you know, in my opinion, um, we all know I'm going to make mistakes, right? We all do. And, and coaches lose games and athletes win them. But, but when, when you know, if, if parents are upset, I, I think that just means they want the best for their kids. Right, so if we can communicate like adults and things like that, um, hopefully we can uh, make the experience for those girls um, as good as possible because it's their experience. It's not mine. It's not the parents. You know, um, it's their team. We're just there to help them um, and, and put them in spots to be successful. So uh, hopefully that you know, too, not too many of those complaints happen. And and I guess I think if if we do things the right way for the right reasons. Um, success will take care of itself, you know. I wish you uh, the best of luck as you get set to go and making the trip this weekend and then getting packed up and and the whole thing. Josh Mock, he's the new head coach, Rapid City Central Girls Basketball. We'll have him on, I I assume, quite a bit as he gets set uh, to take over the Cobblers for Alan Bertram. Coach, it's good to have you. Uh, We'll talk to you again. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Nate. Thank you. You bet. Uh, Appreciate the time. Josh Mock is his name. Rapid City Central girls basketball head coach here on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. We're coming back with who's hot and who's not. A South Dakota State guy 
is joining my favorite team, like a pretty big job with my favorite team. It's in my who's hot category, and you're not going to believe this. You know the players that go into the transfer portal? Now there's a company that's putting together a big event for all of the transfer portal guys. Oh, come on. That's next. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Chance for scattered thunderstorms tonight, otherwise mainly cloudy skies. Lows level off around 44, west winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 68, lots of sunshine. Slight chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow night, lows level off around 42, partly cloudy. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 55. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Have you suffered an injury or maybe you're experiencing pain that just won't get better? There's an expert team of physicians right here in Rapid City ready to help you get back in the game. The Rehab Doctors. They're the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush and they're the team that wants to help you get back on track. You have a choice for your medical care and there's no referral necessary. For pain relief without surgery, take the first step to feeling better. Just go to therehabdoctors.com. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey, thanks for listening tonight. Appreciate it. Who's hot and who's not on the Nate Brown Show brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Two locations in Rapid City, our favorite buffet. You know it. The Pizza Ranch Buffet, open daily, 11 to 8. Remember, carry-out delivery available right there, pizzaranch.com. Fried chicken, pizza, they've got it. Have you tried their new wings? You can get it only there at pizzaranch.com, carry-out or delivery. Who's hot and who's not on Fox Sports Rapid City? I'm going to start with who's hot every night at this time. Who's hot category going to a South Dakota native. And uh, he was the backup quarterback for the Jackrabbits back in the day. Reed Burkhart. Do you know this name? Reed Burkhart, backup QB for the Jacks. He's from South Dakota. He was just hired by my Denver Broncos and George Payton as the director of player personnel. Director of player personnel for the Denver Broncos, Reed Burkhart. So, um... If there's any mistakes or anything, we can take it easy, okay, everybody? We can take it easy. He's a South Dakota kid, 
former Jackrabbit. Uh, congrats. That's a great deal. Great deal. Big deal. I love seeing South Dakota people making uh, big plays. Director of Player Personnel for the Broncos, Reed Burkhart, former Jacks quarterback. In our Pizza Ranch, who's not category? This, uh, this kind of rubs me the wrong way. So there's all these guys in the transfer portal. Some don't have homes, meaning scholarships somewhere else. And a lot of these guys are like, oh, you know, I'm going to end up somewhere else, man. That's why I went to the portal. Everybody wants me. There are enough athletes now that there's a company that has started the portal camp. This, <laughs> the, the, the company, it's a platform curated for college athletes navigating the transfer portal. They're just launching this. It's actually a football camp, and they're promoting it this week, and they say, it's arrived. The portal camp. Come here to showcase your abilities to multiple college football programs at once. It, it feels like it should be a good thing, but, it, but it's like all these guys are going to the portal, and now we got to put on a football camp to feature the guys that already had scholarships at another university? Good luck. Hey, are you going to the portal camp? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it'll work out. We shall see. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I'll tell you, the podcast, some good listens this week. Thanks for doing that. It's there where you download your podcast, the Nate Brown Show podcast. Download it where you get your podcast. A great lineup uh, this week. Post-22 baseball this weekend at home. Enjoy it. And thanks for listening. The Odd Couple takes over right now.